You're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, this Friday afternoon. Let's turn to our very first topic and guests of today. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're going to hear about an art exhibition called Can't Touch This, which is all about the new normal COVID world. And to tell us more, I'm really delighted to be joined by the two artists, Yim Soi Fong and also Kenji Wong Waikin, along with the facilitator of the show, Angela Su. Welcome to the program, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Thank you for having us here. <laughs> I'm so excited. We have a full house. We are also live uh, this afternoon on Facebook as well. So for our listeners, you can join us there and become viewers and also listen, of course. And Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3. Uh, maybe, Angela, if I can start off with you first. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about this art exhibition, Can't Touch This? Actually, it's uh, it's a very... <laughs> Well, it started actually last year, 2020, in February, when my friend Chloe Lai called me up and she said, oh, I think, um, I feel like I should do uh, an oral history project or an interview project about the COVID experience here in Hong Kong. Because at that time, the Wuhan diary has been published and she felt that we need to tell the story of like the people of Hong Kong. And at that time, of course, on social media and other media, there weren't a lot of interviews yet, but now you see a lot. But at that time, there were very few. So I thought mm, maybe it would be nice to have an exhibition to get with the book launch to see how Hong Kong artists would respond to the COVID crisis. And that's how the exhibition started. And it's so, very inspiring um, indeed because, you know, COVID has affected all of us in different ways. And I think especially for people who are artists, you know, it affects your creativity. It affects, you know, certain inspirations. Sorry, go on, Angela. No, I was going to say that um, I think the artist's response in the exhibition um, is very specific about Hong Kong, although it's about COVID. It's a global struggle. It affects everybody around the globe. But then um, the Hong Kong response is very specific because 2019, right after 2019, it was the COVID and a lot of sentiments, a lot of the mentality was still very affected by what happened in 2019, the social unrest and everything. So I think this is something very universal, but at the same time, very specific also. Yeah. So um, so tell us a little bit more. There are three artists in the show. What can people sort of see in, in the exhibition? Um, I think, first of all, when people come in, they would see a huge QR code on the wall against a blue wall. Um, it's sort of, we were thinking like, it's like leave home safe app everywhere. So we might as well, like, just forget about all the wall text and put everything in a giant QR code. So that would be the first thing you see. And then when you come in and, you know, when we go into restaurants and public spaces, we'll have our temperature taken. And especially last year, there's like, there's a thermal gun. We call it like yeah, in Cantonese thermal it. gun, right? So Si Wai Hang would be the first artist you see in the exhibition. And he's made, he's made around like 450 uh, infrared portrait taken by the thermal gun. So these are like wallet size um, portraits of 450 people. And these are all displayed on the huge light box. Sort and of like who a, are these very people? Monumental. Just regular folks like you and I. Yeah, friends and students, because he teaches, so um, he can gather around a lot of people. So I think all, so all you see will be like all these colors, like very colorful photograph. And it's the reminder 
of um, technology and surveillance and how much you want to surrender like our privacy and our biometric data for the sake of um, health security, for example. And then the second work you see will be Yim Soifong work, and um, I'll let her talk more about her work later. Um, it's a ch three-channel um, video project, and it's sort of like a healing process for me. I mean, audience have to go through a, a series of three-step process to get in touch with their old self, get in touch with previous memory, and reconnect with each other. For me, it's like about reconnection and, um, and memories. And the third work you see would be Kenji's work. And Kenji's, um, it's, um, he invited young parents to write letters to their future kids to talk about how they feel now and what do they see for the future. And then after reading the letters, um, the audience are invited to write their own letters to the future generation. So that's Kenji's work. And the, and the, the last work would be uh, Siwa Hang's work again. It's, um, a photograph of um, wildfires. If you remember, like at the beginning of the outbreak, people would go hiking and there were a lot of wildfires, for example, in Maonshan. So he went up to Maonshan and took photos of the burnt ground. So for me, it's an idea of rebirth. It's an idea of hope after like all these traumatic events. And the last thing you're going to see is uh, will be Chloe's book. Uh, her book will be on display and the wall together with the photograph. So um, so that's the whole exhibition. Excellent. I think you summarized it really well. Well, let's also bring in uh, Yim Soi Fong, who's one of the artists. Welcome to the program, Soi Fong. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Tell us a little yeah. bit more about your work. I'm, I'm interested, the three-step process and also on, on connection. Tell us more. Uh, yeah, uh, the idea is to want to make a journey, uh, like a tour, and but I make use of the sound and the video installation, and then try to uh, mimic, try to uh, uh, mimic a meditation situations. And uh, so I want to invite the audience can uh, uh, can uh, like 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 you are sitting in front of the uh, computer, but you start to memorize your connection, uh, your 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 past memories with your close friend, and all the tensions and the interactions. And then to make you feel you are not alone, but connect with others. And, and even you have an ability to transform, like, a, like the title of the work is called Avatar. You can be an actual avatar and you can be, have lots of possibilities. So why I do this is want to respond to the, uh, very much respond to the time in the 2019, the social movement time and the 2000, 2000, uh, 2020 pandemic time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so important to feel that connection because I think a lot of people have said during COVID that they feel incredibly lonely, you know, with the f social and, and physical distancing. I think against the backdrop of all the protests and the social unrest last year, where you saw people were united together for a cause, and then the following year people were sort of, um, you know, forced apart and, and you could no longer ha have that sort of uh, f uh, freedom uh, to, to gather together. Uh, Kenji Wong, thank you so much for joining us, uh, Kenji Wong Waikin. Tell us a little bit more about um, uh, your uh, uh, art and also how you got the parents to write letters to the future generation. Uh, so my work, like when my work title is when I look at you now. So I actually look for different parents that they have newborn baby in, during uh, 2019 and 2020. 
the process is very simple. I invite them to write a letter to their children, and also describe what were the challenges they were facing in that period. For example, the different social situation, the uh, the movement, or also, and also the COVID. Um, like how do how did they feel? How did they react and confront the difficulties? And most important, what works they want to send to their children if their children can see the letters in the future. Uh, so I gather all the letters and put them uh, in a photo album that on the desk. Uh, the space is very simple. So there's only a, one. There's a, a lamp, uh, a chair, and a desk. The photo and the photo album. So when the audience, uh, the audience can sit on the chair and read the letters and the space, and also they can also listen those parents' voice to read the letters. Uh, uh, the audience can also choose to write uh, letters to the next generation after they read the letters if they have some feeling similar or they have like works to say to the, to the children. Yeah. What sorts of things did parents and did people write in their letters? Can, can you sort of share some with us? Uh, I think... Like most of the parents, especially the mothers, will feel trapped in that those period because no matter is in the movement or uh, the COVID, uh, the chapters doesn't mean only the house uh, at, at their home, but also in the city too. They feel like uh, some uncertainty and insecure insecurity during that period. Like, but uh, but all of them. Interestingly, more all of them still have some like like hope after when when they look at the children, like when they can see the children smile or or even they they cry, they they feel like oh, it's it's kind of a sign of the future or or, or the hope. Yeah, absolutely, and I, and I think you know the, the the special thing about children is that they're so happy. You know, they don't know what's really happening, yet the series of oh. events, whether it's the pandemic or whether it's the political situation in Hong Kong, they're the mm -hmm. ones who are going to be mostly affected in the future. Mm. So you know, they're sort of in in a safe bubble. Um, for, for now. Um, let's talk a little bit more about how the pandemic has affected your own lives and also you know your own work. Um, being being artists here in, in Hong Kong, you know, a lot of the times you, you you get inspired by what's happening and what's going on around you. How did the pandemic, or perhaps you know, even the political situation in Hong Kong, um, uh, inspire or affect your work? Uh, uh, so Fong, maybe I start with you first. Um, I think for me, uh, in twenty twenty, uh, year twenty twenty, I have few uh, some exhibition overseas. The challenge in this pandemic time is uh, I cannot be there and set up exhibitions. But uh, when it is for you know art practice, the spatial experience is very important. So when in this case, uh, everything has been virtual, and then I have to think about virtual method to make it work so there's many 3d modeling and and eventually i realized uh, it is not just your work because when you come to on site it becomes very po uh, collaborative uh, co collaborative 
presentation of this. So, uh, uh, so I, I think uh, for me this is very challenging, and and even for uh, invitation for exhibition now is uh, a lot. We about uh, can you think about a way to engage audience in online? So. Uh, that is also challenging too because it's like two different mindset for interaction on actual site and only with keyboard mouse monitor and even considering the internet speed so um so this is uh, affect my uh, my practice a lot but for and, and the other side uh, you mentioned about the social situation now i think um uh, also in this uh, in the work in this exhibition, I will also consider like it changed a little bit of the practice too. For example, um, I will not say say something with many metaphors. For example, <laughs> or uh, I want to try to use the you know the uh, meditative way. This is uh, for me. This is also another virtual work uh, way you can uh, uh, try to get experience and to to the content I want to talk about. So uh, one, one part of the piece in Africa in this work is uh, I uh, it's not just a mental thing you, you uh, because I want people not don't to not to forget. But on the other hand, the last part of the exhibition, I will suggest a body exercise you can actually practice. It's very and interactive then. Uh, then. Uh, yes, but it, only if you take initiative to try. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, so I think this uh, have some effect on my work. Yeah, and how yeah. about for you, Kenji? I mean, how has um, you know recent events, uh, whether it's political or, or the pandemic, how has it affected the creation of, of your own art pieces? I, I always think about the uh, the keyword is has loneliness, because like uh, no matter is the social movement or or the pandemic, people like physically or emotionally get trapped. Like because uh, one thing is like we all wear wear the mask, so we we always can't see the their faces or or the facial expression, or only see the eyes, and so um, so for this work for me is uh, it's all, always about the connections. Uh, it's not just the connection between like me and the and the parents that I have interviewed, but also is about the connection between the parents and the next generation and also the parents and the audience and also it's, it's also about the past the now and the future is because people are might easily get emotion uh, emotionally get connected from those paranormal voices and uh, handwriting works uh even they don't know each other uh because our like our feelings or situations are more or less the same, especially uh, when you are living in this city. So I, I always want to give a lot of feelings that uh, people are not that lonely, but we are always together and, and we will be always together too. Yeah, that's the Hong Kong yeah. spirit. Um, Angela, how has sorry, that... I... Yeah, sorry, go on, Sofong. <laughs> Actually, I'm very touched by Kenji work, uh, not only by the parents' notes, but also by the uh, uh, audience who write the letter. Because I read the they write on on site, uh, I don't I cannot tell whether they are parents or not. But they will have some word, or they say sorry for the young generation, or they they have 
they have many things to reflect on themselves. I think this is very touching. Yeah, Angela. Thank how, you, <laughs> Angela. How about for you? How has um, you know recent events or you know the pandemic affected your own sort of creativity? I think <clears throat> recent events certainly have a lot of impact on all artists' creation, not only myself. But in terms of COVID in Hong Kong, I think we're relatively very lucky to be here in Hong Kong because there weren't a lot of infect positive cases and death compared to Europe, the UK, and the US. So I think for me, um, getting used to, to the new normal here in Hong Kong is not that difficult. I'm in self quarantine now, but I'm used to like working by myself at home. So that really doesn't make any difference for me. Um, but having said that, the political and social situation here in Hong Kong is still very worrisome, and I think that would be reflected more or less my work now. But like Soi Fong said, the days have to be like super careful, um, especially you know everybody knows about the news from yesterday about Amplas and the ABC, and then I think. It's more important. It's like very challenging, interesting, sadly, but it's um, it's, it's it's an interesting time for artists to to, to make artwork today in Hong Kong. Yeah, I mean, you're you're all within the um, sort of art creation sphere. Uh, what are artists sort of most worried about? You know, w with recent legislations coming into effect, uh, are you worried about sort of? Uh, creating work are you you know are you worried about artists sort of self-censoring are you worried about creating pieces and then it not being exhibited i mean what are some of the worries that 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 you may have uh so fong maybe i start off with you first yeah definitely i think speech now is very like uh you don't know the red line that you can be censored even you don't understand, you don't know where. So, so that's why I was uh, in this work. I was suggesting your memory and your gesture, your body language cannot be censored. It it can be your um, it can even be your body memory too. So what you believe uh, and what you really trust want to express, uh, please don't forget and to. Uh, you can find another way to express this. And body is a performance or body participation is one part of it. So I, I worry, of course, but I always think uh, uh, this is uh, maybe this kind of worry is to ask you to rethink deeply uh, what to find a way. I mean, uh, for me, I will I will call people like call a workshop or a gathering with people and to talk about it and to to how to make it to be a, 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 like a co-op, you know, we work about worries and talk about this uncertainty and find a way out. So, um, it so almost, I, I find... It almost yeah. makes you more creative in a way. You know, you have to find new ways, new, new ways <laughs> of expressing, you know, y y yourselves. Kenji, how about for you? You know, what are you worried about? I... I don't know the, the, but maybe I would think I, uh, I'm still not positive, but I like for this work, I always talk to people that are, uh, if you can still sharing your feelings or experience or the memory, just keep on sharing it to different people because it's important because it's kind of like, uh, it's a part of the history. 
because uh, you don't know what you can say in the next day or next year, or next month. So, so I I'm quite touching after, especially like when I see the parents' letters or or the audience letters because maybe also it's because of the uh, anonymous because people know the people won't know who are they so they were like willing to share their feelings too so just keep on sharing your memory yeah Yeah. and angela how about for you i mean what are your own worries or what have you heard that that people are worried about um of course i i won't be very honest if i say i don't worry but i always think there's a way around things uh, mainland Chinese artists have survived for so long after so many years, right? So I think with Hong Kongers' resilience, I think we can find a way to express ourselves. I think it's an important time to believe in ourselves, believe in our work, and trying to get the attention of international audience. So even if our work cannot be shown here, I mean, there must be a way to get our voices out. So I think just persevere and try our best if we want if somebody wants to do something that's overtly political i think it just have to go underground and it's always the cat and mouse race and it's inevitable um what's interesting is that you know when artists create work they obviously have a certain feeling or an emotion when they create the work and what's beautiful is when it sort of translates and transforms and sort of uh, you know goes across and and the audience are able to feel that same feeling and and relate to it and find that the art relatable and and you know it sounds like you know your your three step process for connection so fong and also the letters you know when i look at you now um kenji you know it sounds like the audience are, are connecting uh, finally uh, remind our listeners once again how can we find out more about can't touch this where can the audience go and see your exhibition uh, have you got a page we can go to Maybe Angela, can I'm you sorry, share? Uh, can, can you share? Wasn't good. No problem. Can, can you share the Instagram? Please? Can you share the Instagram page where people can find out more about "Can't Touch This" and when is the exhibition running until? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, it's on WMA's um, Instagram page, Excellent. so audience uh, welcome to visit their page. Also on 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 Facebook as well. Excellent. And you're absolutely right. The handle uh, for this is WMA underscore HK. Follow the Instagram page and you'll be able to see uh, Can't Touch This and the exhibition will run till the 25th of April. uh, So you still have time. Uh, Meanwhile, thank you so much uh, for your time this afternoon. Angela Su, the facilitator of the show, uh, Kenji Wong Wai Kin, along with Yim Soi Fung, who are both uh, artists uh, in uh, the exhibition. Thank you very much indeed for your time this afternoon. Thank you, Thank you very much, Nori.